Good evening. My name is Shalisha Bano, and this is The Exchange. It is a show that focuses on immersive topics, sensational stories, and illuminating interviews. Tonight, we will be speaking with an accountant by trade and the host of an extraordinary podcast. Please welcome Mrs. Christy Gatson to the podcast. It is such a pleasure to have you here. And so, why did accounting become your passion? Well, it was something that I was always interested in when I was younger, maybe in high school. I took a lot of business classes and just interested in business and how business worked. And, you know, I had to decide like what area or what set area of business I wanted to focus on. And so accounting was one of them because I saw in our community there was a lack of accountants in my time when I was growing up. And so people really didn't have like this grasp understanding of finances and how finances worked and there was you know so much poverty in where I grew up and so I just decided look I'm gonna go major in accounting I want to learn as much as I can about money so that I can break that generational curse of poverty over my life gotcha gotcha it's definitely a very clever field to go into um with business you can build upon legacy you know leave your children an empire you know and educate a bunch of people so i think it's it's awesome and and brave of you to take such a pursuit because of course business is risky correct right it's very risky i mean i've seen so many people you know taking their life savings and and plummeted and lost it you know in a matter of couple of years or a few years just because they didn't make the right sound financial decisions. And so I felt education would be the most, you know, um, education would leverage that risk and kind of take away some of that risk as far as starting businesses and being willing to start a business. Gotcha and gotcha. So um, why is it important for the modern day citizen to know the basics of accounting? Well, I wouldn't say necessarily the modern day citizen, um, but the average person that wants to start a business. So, you know, I talk to small business owners every single day and I'm baffled about some of the smaller concepts that they don't even know. But yet they're Mm -hmm. taking hundreds of thousands and sometimes even millions of dollars and investing in a business and they don't even know simple, basic accounting principles or concepts. And so business is, you know, business is not just accounting, but it's finance, it's marketing, it's advertisement, it's sales. And sometimes we would, you know, we would hyper-focus ourselves on one area and leave that accounting part out. And so it just baffles me how so many people are willing to invest in their business, but not take the time to learn, you know, the basics of accounting or just those basic principles so that they can run their business effectively. Mm-mm-mm. You are making us all think tonight. <laughs> and it is so now it's really true. Like, you know, most people, they start businesses and they're thinking, you know, of seeing flashing lights and they make all this money. But, mm-hmm. you know, balancing the books is very, very important. And mm-hmm. um, what advice would you offer small businesses to help to keep their financial records up to date? I would definitely say, you know, if you're if if you have the time invested in education, it's not hard to just simply learn the concepts and the principles as it applies to your business and what you're doing. You know, accounting is a broad concept. It's it's a broad field. But if you just kind of, you know, focus your education on what you're doing, maybe take some classes or do something 
Or if you don't have the time to do that, you know, get you a mentor, get you somebody that's willing to teach you and not just do it, do your accounting for you. I know Mm -hmm. in my business, I just don't just do the accounting, but I try to teach people the principles and the concepts. And then if they don't have that time, I try to do it for them. So my first foot, you know, out the door is teaching so that people can understand Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, so many people, when they get into, you know, the business of accounting, it's just like, come in, sit down, you know, <laughs> right, right. Hand over Give me your money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there, so I- there are some firms that are like that. There are some businesses that are like that. They're more profit driven. Um, but I, I noticed that my small businesses, they appreciate, you know, you explaining to them concepts and, and terms that they may not have known and just have a more holistic view of their books and their business, you know, from a profit driven perspective. So, I mean, I get it. But yes, education is more appreciated. Yeah, you're you're absolutely amazing for that. So tell us more about your accounting business. Well, my accounting business, you know, I've started out, you know, over uh, about 15 years ago, you know, with the concept of just helping nonprofits. That's where I saw the biggest need at was nonprofits. And, you know, I did a lot of work in that sector. And, and of course, at that time, I did a lot of governmental audits and, you know, IRS audits, um, different business audits, um, auditing hospitals, you know, different treatment facilities for the government for CVS, I mean, CMS. So I've done a lot of auditing work and accounting work. And so, you know, about three years ago, I just kind of moved over to the more um, public sector where I help more small businesses and small enterprises get their work to, you know, get their books together and kind of get their finances together. So, um, you know, it was more so a conflict of interest, kind of working with the small businesses, being, you know, auditing, doing a lot of auditing stuff. So I kind of leaned towards the side that will have less of a, of a conflicting interest. And so now, because I'm not in, you know, that type of field anymore, it allows me to kind of really just, you know, baby some of the small businesses and get them going and get them the capital that they need. And because a lot of people like capital because they don't have proper mm-hmm. financial records. And and so I saw that was the biggest need, especially in our community. You know, we need the capital, but you have to have proper accounting. So um, that that has been interesting to me to help people to get the finances and the, the capital that they need so that they can run their business successfully. Uh, you are absolutely great. Perhaps someday you'll even branch out into having your own bank. I think you would mm-hmm. be just wonderful. Not just grabbing money, but rather, you know, teaching people about these things, you know, and um, coming in, I'm a complete fool when it comes to finances and things of this nature. So it's kind of like you're teaching me and I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm learning a lot <laughs> along the way. So that's that's amazing. And um, what is the name of your business and where can we find it? Where can we find um, this? Name of- crisis. Yeah. yeah, the name of my business is Gatson and Associates. Of course, you can go to www.gatsonassociates.com. I'm located in Birmingham, Alabama, but I have clients all over. Uh, we do everything, you know, of course, since um, COVID, we do everything virtual. And I've 
created systems and processes and places where it allows me to work on your books, you know, remotely. I don't, we don't have to be in the same place. And so I just try to streamline things for clients. I also try to make sure that my services are cost effective. So we kind of eliminate, you know, any unnecessary expenses so that you can get the same service that you would if you went to a big firm. So we're kind of like a boutique firm where we cater towards our our um our small businesses and we love on them a lot oh man i love that it's it's more like a more personal experience you know oh that's great it is you can look at a person's book and it, it their records and it can tell you a lot about that person you know just looking at how they spend how they spend their money how they spend their time it's so personal and that's why you have to make sure you find someone you can trust and someone that you can be open with and and just really let them know what's happening in your business so that they can make the best financial decisions or recommendations for you oh man well you have heard it live from on the exchange guys if you are need to get that money on the right track please check out mrs christy gatson and her business she has got it down to the penny and she is going to help you to get everything together so yeah. But now that we have spoken about money and probably wore everyone out, they're like, oh, my God, the thought <laughs> of money is driving me crazy. Tell us a little bit about your upcoming podcast. You know, so accounting is my business, right? But but um, relationships, that's my ministry. That's really how I connect with people. Um, and there is a correlation between business and relationships. If your business is not succeeding, chances are you don't have the right relationships. You don't have the right people around you. You know, you're not connecting. You're not really, you know, um, taking advantage of the people and the resources around you. And so, you know, I found that a lot of times I was like, you know, why is it that people are so afraid to connect, to network, to meet other people, or even ask their spouses for help. I have been in financial counseling sessions with people who were afraid to ask their wives for help financially, you know, because there mm -hmm. was disconnect in their relationship. And I found like the core issue to money problems are relational problems. And so, you know, just spending over the past three years, just mentoring and talking to women about, you know, um, their relationships. A lot of times they're in abusive relationships because they don't have the money to get out. You know, it all stems back to that relationship. And so um, so I decided, you know, I've been spending time, you know, in my, my, my spare time, just mentoring women, talking to women. You know, um, I've done that for years, but really kind of deviling into that subject of relational living and connectivity you know i've really been focused on that um and i've done a, i've done podcasts you know they've been very informal but you know we're going to take it to another level this year and we're just going to really really embrace this topic on relationships that is extremely extremely deep um i would say in general and a lot of relationships there's a sense of um you know, disconnect, you know, mm -hmm. and some people are putting more of self into a relationship than they should. They don't consider their spouse, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I think that's when relationships tend to break down or eyeballs start wondering or whatever the case may be. So how will your podcast help couples to face some of their relationship challenges or achieve some relationship goals? You know, one of the challenges that I see is communication, is how you talk to people. 
you know, I, you know, even in my relationship, I even I try to talk to my husband as if he was a customer and I'm trying to make a sale. You know, it's <laughs> how are we communicating? And, you know, and I and I take it from a business perspective. And, you know, um, there is there is there there is this intimacy part of, of relationships. And, you know, we can talk about that later, but it's the communication in that. How are you communicating with me? Do you respect me when you talk to me? How do you make me feel when you talk to me? And so those are the things that I want to deal with in my podcast and coming up with a better dialogue. You know, he said this and and this is how I responded. And sometimes those responses don't get you what you want. So what is it that you could have said differently or you could have done differently to get what you want. And then, like you said, your goal, like, what is the goal? Like, sometimes people think that we're just supposed to be together and we're supposed to be happy. Mm-hmm. Says without a vision, the people perish. So if you're a relationship, whether it's business, whether you're engaged or whether you're married, if you don't have a vision, your relationship will not last. And so identifying those goals, identifying Um, what you want to do and how to achieve those goals, you know, with simple communication skills and tools. I think that will really help people, you know, live a more prosperous life, especially relational, like with your social currency, not just your financial currency, but your social currency as well. I agree. I agree. Um, There's so much subtext behind what people say and you can, women can pick up on like how, a man says something and how to read it, you know, oh, he doesn't care or something like that, you know? (laughs) And so things just spiral out of control. I'm not cooking for you tonight. So, you know, (laughs) and it's a breakdown. It's a breakdown, you know, relationally and, and people are not on one accord. They're not walking together because they really don't understand how each other, or they don't know how to communicate how they feel. That's the biggest thing. You know, like I said, I would have a podcast and I would talk to women and they would come on and they would tell us how they felt but I was like okay did you communicate this to your spouse and if you did how did you do that and it's it's never the same it's always this big variance in how they speak with us as to how they would speak with their spouse that's true that's true and so that's one of the main problems right so Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah why do you believe that couples struggle with commitment Oh, I mean, lack of it. I mean, it's it's the failure to meet expectations. You know, when you get into relationship, you have expectations. This is what I want. So number one, you have to communicate that effectively and make sure that your loved one, your spouse, or even like I said, a business partner, you know exactly what it is that I expect from you. It's clear, you know, it's, it's, it's here. I'm going to communicate my expectations to you every single day but what ends up happening is we become so lax and complacent in our relationships and that we feel like we no longer have to meet those expectations of our spouse and so when there's a breakdown in 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 expectation comes a lack of commitment and so now you you did not you know i told you what i expected you know what it is that i wanted but you you didn't do it so then now you see there's a lack of commitment in relationships And people Mm -hmm. begin to wander and step out and try to find someone who can meet their expectations. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times you have those unspoken expectations, which I feel are unreasonable. You know, if you expect something of me, you need to make sure that I know what it is that you expect. Because, again, there's a lack of lack of commitment on unspoken 
um, expectations too. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So many different factors all into one, you know, one mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> it's but, one thing. <laughs> yeah, and it seems as if it's something small, but people get divorces, you know, over things like this. So it's very fascinating. And you um, know, people mm-hmm. get divorced is like the main reason. It's not infidelity. It's not a lack of commitment. It's money. Like people, that's why it's snap. It, it's money. That's why they get divorced because they have an mm-hmm. expectation, especially as women. You know, I tell women, I need this for my husband. I need him to provide. I need for him to do this. I need for him to do that. And a lot of times those issues, the reason not getting their needs met is because they don't have the money that they need. And so they end up divorced and it's not even the infidelity. So I just wow. find that interesting. Wow, not the cheating or the lady going out the back door. Just you haven't taken care of me, so I'm out. I hear you. Oh my goodness, ladies! If you are listening, please check out Mrs. Christy (laughs) Gatson's podcast. I'm nosy, so I'm gonna be there listening up (laughs) to hear all this spicy stuff. Now, um, will you have any um, guest appearances on your podcast? You know the people that I want are those real women, those women who are willing to share their struggle, the women that are really, really willing to talk about what it is that they're going through. Because, you know, we hear the little podcast on, you know, different um, different platforms and we hear people talking and they talk that status quo. But, you know, if you were to hear some of the stories that I hear in behind closed doors, it will really shock you as to how women really think and how their their perspective is when it comes down to relationships and what they expect and what they want, what they're willing to accomplish and not accomplish. And so hopefully as I, you know, build this podcast up that, you know, I wish to have those women on there because it will really shine a light to your relationship and how you feel about your relationship and 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 you can kind of use it as a measurement too because I know I used to do it all the time I was like you know I would have you know these bad days in my marriage and then I'll get and I'll do a podcast and I'll listen to women and I'm like man it wasn't as bad as I thought it was so mm-hmm. yeah those mm-hmm. women would be ideal oh definitely because everyone has you know these just really unique experiences and their you know relationships and it definitely can teach other people something you know perhaps to appreciate their spouse more or perhaps even a tip on how to change something you know or to make it better in a relationship so right so last question of the night how do couples keep their flame alive without stepping out of their relationship? It's, it, it comes back to intimacy. It comes back to connection. You know, some people think that intimacy is so deep and that it's this, you know, this profound term that you have to, you know, get the candles and get the water. And, and, <laughs> and you know, intimacy is just another word for connection. How do you connect? With the person that you love you know a lot of times people feel so lonely because they've lost connection within themselves mm-hmm. within their spouse and so uh, it's a simple it's a simple concept of connection because like i tell people if you think about a baby a baby once it's born into this world no one tells that baby he or she is alone they feel it they sense it but since once you lay that baby on its mother's chest that baby feels a sense of connection there's an intimacy that happens there and they feel connected to their 
to their parents. It's the same thing in a relationship. You have to find that one simple thing that you guys can do to connect so that you can feel intimate in your relationship. So, so, so very true. Guys, even if it's chocolate, find your connection. (laughs) Simple. Keep it simple. Don't overdo it. It's not even... You know, you know, you have some people have expectations as far as the marriage and the family and taking care of the family. But when we're talking about the love life and we're talking about the intimacy of it, keep it simple. You know, it, it, it doesn't take a lot. As long as that, you know, that that partner knows that you love them and that you care about them. That's the most important thing. Yes. Yes. So very, very true. So we are going to be following Miss Christy Gasson. Not only her business, but definitely her podcast. Now, um, tell us the name of this podcast and where we can find it. Okay, so what I want you to do is just connect with me on Facebook. And we're going to be launching it within the next 30 days. And it's going to be called Anchor Podcast. It's, you know, the concept is, you know, ships, different ships, relationships, situationships. And so... We're just going to be looking at it from that perspective, but definitely connect with me on Facebook. We're going to be pushing out a lot of information. I'm pushing out reels now, but it's facebook.com backslash K, the letter K, gas and G-A-D-S-O-N. Gotcha and gotcha. So remember just to recap everything, guys. If you need help with accounting, getting your small business right, making sure everything's on the books, please check out Christy. And when you're at home sipping that wine, Sit back and listen to Christy's podcast. She's going to have a lot going on, teaching and educating people about relationships and the things they can do to help to connect people and make them closer than what they are, you know? So check her out. She's definitely got it going on. All right. From the financials to the love, Christy, thank you so much for coming in. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. And for you guys listening in at The Exchange, remember to check us out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. All right, you guys. It has been such a beautiful evening. Hold your loved ones close and have a good night.